I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, a little bit of birthday talk, a look back, taking stock, and a pause for summer. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 316, Summer, and a comedy of errors to try and make this happen. I say comedy, but it does not at all feel like a comedy, but this is the last show for a bit, so I was determined to get this to work. I... I'm in the middle of so many things that I don't even know how to explain at times, not that you necessarily care. The lines between what is in scope and out of scope are blurry. If you tune in to the CMP for book reviews, then the personal undertones to the show are definitely out of range. But sometimes... Most of the time, the world swirling around each of us plays into how we create, what we create, how we talk about and think about and feel about what we create, how we feel in our communities, in our interactions with others, what we pull away from and what we head towards. There is just so much more to us than just what we draw or paint or glue or write each day. And sometimes I am happy to just be seen in terms of that surface, in terms of the portrait I draw, what I draw each day. And sometimes not. Sometimes I just want to say, hey, listen, there is more to me. There is more going on. And this pretty surface is sometimes, sometimes misleading. It's its own kind of of trap and we each have it and do it. And I feel caught up in that these days. So without giving a whole lot of info, I will say that when you hear this, I hope that you give a few good and hopeful thoughts for me over the next few weeks. And I'll do the same for you. And really, there's a whole lot of hopeful energy and thinking we could send out to one another. What a nice thought, right? right alongside unicorns and zebras and flamingos. So this show often comes out around the time of a birthday for me. And in truth, the show itself just passed its annual birth date. The first episode of the show as the Creativity Matters podcast was in June of 2006. Since there were on and off years, I stopped noting that date. But I always think about it as I hit my own birthday and I'm still recording this show. I think about it. I think about the origins of this show and that June. 12 years. My oldest was five. So my kids were five and two. And that doesn't even sound right to me. It doesn't sound right at all that he was only five. But that is what the numbers tell me. Five and two. And now... We just went on our first college tours. We did just go on these tours. And 
After one of those, we made a very rare these days trip to an art store because he has summer art assignments to work on, along with all the other summer assignments he has. He has summer art to do. No way could I have predicted all those years ago where we are now. The course of events, how things have changed and unfolded, how the kids have grown, or my own journey. No way. I don't even know yet what will happen or how things will really go in the coming year. But in a whoosh, it all starts happening. And I know some of you had children graduate this year from high school, children who will be starting college in the fall. The changes some of us are going through together or in close proximity time-wise are profound And some of you have been through this already. I know. You know. You know how this feels. You've seen the other side. You have the wisdom of hindsight to give us. And yet, when you're in the middle of it, you're really just in the middle of it. You have to go through it. And all I know is that I'm already feeling it. Dreading it in some ways. Mourning the feeling that everything happened so fast. Twelve years ago. I was just feeling my way around a creative habit that involved pen and ink or paint. I didn't do or have that really when I started. I didn't do or have what I have now in terms of a creative practice. I was creative in different ways, crafty in a way that doesn't fit me now. I would never have realized I would change in the ways I have. There are remnants of me of a younger me in this house, an unfinished folk art painted cabinet, for example, rooster sheep, chicken with stars, a pig with hearts, a cat, flowers. There is a tall painted birdhouse CD cabinet, a very folk art piece on that. There are painted knobs that line one shelf on a bookshelf. Folk art, yes. It was a definite interest and approach. We got rid recently of a table that I painted years ago. Lots of different scenes on it, all kinds of different things, odd things. And then I coated it in some kind of really thick, pour-on clear coat. And it's gone. And I know it was the right thing to do. It had been in a corner of the basement for more than a decade. I didn't even stop and look. I didn't even stop and look. I might have wavered if I had. So here we are, another year. So much has changed in 12 years and in a year, and some things feel the same. My memory is worse, that's for sure. My eyes are worse, that's for sure. I can't see anything. It is such a hindrance, especially for drawing. It has a lot to do probably with why I don't enjoy Some of the things as much as I used to, like hand sewing. And yes, probably new glasses would help. My hair is whiter. Yep, it's true. But getting a trim and actually completely bleaching it is something that I always and often consider. So much floods through me when I stop and think about this month. Not everyone approaches birthdays this way, but many people do. I know I'm not alone in the fact that it is an introspective and reflective month for me. It is also often a month of some form of travel, usually that has its own chaos, its own nervous energy, its own stresses. It's all crammed and jammed together in the month of June. So I'm not alone in being reflective and 
philosophic always as this time approaches and happens. I'm feeling all the feels, for sure. I have been working on index card pieces over the last few weeks, and we'll be continuing that at least for the next few weeks. And there is a good bit of unexpected change happening in this process. And some of you are seeing it at Instagram or at Facebook, and partly I like it. Probably if I didn't partly like it, I simply would have stopped. But partly I like it. And at the same time, partly I am feeling like these clothes don't completely fit. Looking at myself and just not quite seeing myself. But that happens with other things. We make other changes and it takes us a while to get used to who that is. So I like the feel enough to keep going. Keep going each day and see what happens. And yet part of me longs for the other kind of drawing I do because they are really, really different. And part of me thinks I can't do certain kinds of portraits this way because I just don't know how there is this clunky feel to what I'm doing. So I am really, really self-analyzing as I work. I know the color work is much more popular. I don't love that that is true, but I do know that it is true. And that in and of itself isn't a good reason to do something. But as I keep pushing, I am aware of the feedback I get and I appreciate the feedback I get. I'm pushing because I like it enough to keep pushing. And I keep reminding myself that it takes that. It takes that. It takes pushing and practice. And trying to straighten out and sort and gather, which often happens at this time of year. I pulled down a plastic index card box the other day, one of those little colored plastic boxes that fold over and snap shut. That's always been what I used for index cards. What I found in it appears to be iCAD cards from three years, 2013, 2014, and 2015 all together. And I could tell by the tabs because I used to date my cards on the tabs. That never even dawned on me this year, but I used to do that. It was a surprise to find these. I really don't think I knew they were there. I didn't have time to stop and go through them, but I looked at the first few and I was so happy to see them. So happy to see this work from a few years ago. So happy to see the approach I was taking then, to see both similarities and differences. And... Someday I will sit with those cards. I thought I might have time this week to pull some out and take some photos, but I didn't get to that yet. I know that 2016 and 2017 are in other boxes. Those are definitely full sets. Can't tell for sure what constitutes 2013, 14, and 15, but they are all together. These boxes contain a lot of exploration, a lot of growth. There are cartooned panels, there are everyday matters drawings, there are song lyrics, there are fabric bits, there are collaged pages, there are painted cards, there are selfies, there are stuffed animals, and then chairs, and then windows, and then yes, there are portraits, there's a lot of ballpoint, and then this year, there's a lot of marker. I am going to keep things short today because really, I am just trying to catch my breath and hold my breath at the same time. And therein lies the problem because you can guess where that leaves me. Those things don't make sense together, but that's kind of how I feel. So what I decided I want to say today is 
what I have been trying to say for so many years. One, make the time at least five minutes a day. Even if you use all of your other free time to watch TV or play games on your phone or just do nothing, try and set aside at least a few minutes a day for your art, whatever your art is. Number two, value your creativity. Make it as important to you to do at least those five minutes as other basic self-care tasks. If you don't think it's important and don't think it matters, if you don't value it yourself, you won't do it. Number three, accept that you have to start somewhere. And that might be the heart of this show, but accept that you have to start somewhere. And four, embrace the journey. Five, be willing to experiment or to pivot or to change or to reassess or to step backwards and then forwards again. Number six, reach out, be open, accept difference, make connections that may be founded on creativity, but that go deeper. Number seven, recognize that there are an infinite number of ways and approaches. Number eight, realize that someday you may come to appreciate a style that today you don't really like, or that today you might not look at twice. Tomorrow, it might be something that you are profoundly interested in doing or learning more about or simply appreciating. Number nine, be positive. Number 10, love what you do. That is at the core of so much that I have come to understand, especially in the last maybe two to three years. Love what you do. So why this list? And this list could go on and maybe it should go on. Maybe it should. Needs to be refined and really worked out and not quite so rushed or hurried as it was today and getting ready. But I have been watching what I personally have been doing day to day, seeing how I am deliberately transitioning. It isn't all that thought out. Probably sometimes seems to other people like it is. It's really not. It's just instinct. Each day, I finally, at the end of the day, sit down and do this. And it's instinct, but I see it happening. When I look at the pieces and see what I am instinctively doing, I see it happening. I see these shifts, lots of line and a bit of color, to lots of line and more color, to less line and more color, to even less line and blended color. I'm seeing this shifting. And I don't know yet where I'll settle on this continuum between line and color. When I started this process, I decided to really focus on a certain look which has really, really bold lines and to also really block things out in an exaggerated geometric way. Still the same kinds of hatching that I do, but in a much more exaggerated way, really playing with shape and using color. And from that beginning moment, I have already shifted, like I said, through several iterations and new spaces in what I now see as a real continuum. So I don't know where I'll land. I don't know exactly where my sweet spot is. But the only way to find out is to keep feeling around the edges. If the first day I said, okay, well, this is what I do and this is how I do it. And everyone that I'm going to do will be just like this. Might not have hit upon the card that I like best so far, which happened 
several, several, several days in. You have to keep trying and experimenting, even if it feels like your experiments are small. You have to keep being willing to learn. This would be true with any medium, any approach, any practice. I also flipped through my large sketchbook recently that was from the time just before these index cards. And I've looked at those pages both fondly and admiringly and longingly. And I love what I was doing. I've spent a lot of time looking at different sections of my Instagram feed or my sketchy log, comparing the batches, the batches I can see on a screen at one time, comparing those batches now or a week ago to a month ago or three months ago. I find it really interesting to see those groups and to see how they speak to one another and how different they are and how they feel and how they make me feel. And I keep looking at these and I love looking at them because either way, I pretty much love what I do. I enjoy it. So I've been watching. I know I'm doing something that is different for me, different for me. And that puts me in an unusual position in talking about it, in accepting critique and feedback and comments. I'm still doing my own thing, something that parts of me wants to explore, something that part of me can't quite comprehend. And I think sometimes I'm having some kind of identity crisis on the index card or on the page. And I know that all that I'm thinking doesn't always get explained. That's something I've learned to just let it go. You draw it, you paint it, you let it go. Other people will see it and interpret it in their own way. But I'm watching. I'm doing something that I don't have experience with at all. Does that mean I should stop? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I have been surprised over and over again in these last few months to see people talk about their own resistance to doing work that they aren't immediately good at, or to thinking that they should focus only on mediums that they seem to immediately excel at. And this isn't just one person. It isn't just two people. I have seen it in many, many, many places and ways. So this is kind of my soapbox because Every time I'm surprised, I'm surprised when I see people say that they want to do something, but try it once and give up because it doesn't meet what is in their head or what they see in books or in the feeds of artists who work in that medium or with that approach. I'm always surprised because when did the idea of learning go out the window? And when did the idea of practice fall away? I'm all about the daily drawing. You all know that. And I draw every day, even when I'm tired and even when what I do may or may not be awesome. So I'm all about the daily, but I'm a big believer at this point that daily makes a difference. And it doesn't have to be daily. I'm a big believer in the fact that repetition makes a difference, that repeated practice makes a difference. I know that when I started this podcast, I was at a beginning with drawing and painting, I know I wanted to watercolor. It was even before I started the podcast. My explorations led me to shift to more drawing and to visual journaling, to everyday matters style work, to using paint and journals. I remember a page I did back then, a drawing of my hand, just a basic black ink drawing on a painted page, maybe watercolor circles, concentric circles, rings, big circles, there were solid circles and open circles, and journaling. And I think that I was approaching some year. I think that that page was a 
precursor of a birthday. And I don't know which birthday it was without pulling that book from the shelves, but I remember the look of that page, that hand on the page, those circles, the paint, the color. I am sure it's not a world-class drawing at all, but it stands out in my memory. I can see it in a way that I don't always see things from the past. Stands out personally. There's something about it, probably about the color that I know is on that page. I shared so much work in those early years that I look at now and am surprised I ever shared and might actually hesitate to share now. And at the time, I thought I was doing okay. What I believed then and now is that the only way to improve is to keep doing, to keep practicing, to keep trying, to just keep doing it. When I decided to try portraits in the sketchy app way, the first ones weren't as good as the ones that followed. The ones that followed weren't as good as the next ones and on and on and on. We do tend to get better and to improve when we do something over and over and over. At least I think so. I know that I do, and I think that most people do. But if you decide after the first one or the first two that it's just impossible for you, that you're not ever going to be able to do what you wish you could do, you won't reach that point. Now, it doesn't mean that if you try something and you just don't enjoy it, that you should continue. But if you're stopping just because you're not as good as you hope you will be, I really, really encourage you to keep at it. We don't get better just because we want to be better or because we hope we will sit down and do a masterpiece. And really, what difference does it make? What difference does it make if we do a masterpiece? According to who? If making art makes you happy or calms you down or lets you push aside some stress for a bit, there's the value. And if you keep doing it, your skills will improve. And maybe you will keep evolving and pivoting and circling around. And that's okay too, because it is a journey. You're not going to reach a point and then be there. It is a journey. It is a winding and meandering path. And sometimes you may feel like the end point is constantly being moved out farther and farther, just beyond reach. It is a journey. But you have to be walking the path for it to make a difference. Don't just stand at the beginning and wish you were on the path, but decide that the journey won't live up to your expectations and don't even try. Be willing to be a beginner. Be willing to start. Be open about your process, but not self-deprecating. Find people who can support you where you are in the process, where you are in your journey. And don't compare yourself to others. They are on their own paths. And they may have been on a path that looks similar to yours for years, decades even. Don't compare. Be willing to start. Be willing to practice. Be willing to make mistakes. Be willing to try again. Be open to the process. Be willing to make bad art. Be willing to do something that just doesn't work. See what you learn from it and go from there. Make art because it matters to you. Pick the way you want to make art today because of something you love. Something you love or want to do or have always wanted to do or admire. And then stick with it for a bit at least and see what happens. Don't choose not to do something you really want to do just because you aren't convinced you'll be as good as you hope. Or because your first few pieces don't live up to your own standards. 
Maybe you need to rethink your standards because if there's something you really want to do, it's worth doing. Be gentle with yourself. I am the art. The art is me. This is the last show until sometime in July. Enjoy what you are working on, the projects and experiments you choose, and your own process and the time you spend, and the time you spend interacting with others about your own art and about theirs. And that is it for today. That is it for episode 316. I hope this holds together and works. I definitely, definitely hope it does. This is a time of year that I often get down in the dumps about where this show is. And I don't even have time right this second to stop and think about it. And if I let myself go there today, I just can't. I just can't. I can't. But I will say that if you are still listening right now in this episode, one thing I would really like is to try and get my Instagram following up. It would be a wonderful thing, a wonderful accomplishment in the next week or so to to get that up, to reach 500 even, which is a small number. It's a really small number. It's a small number that I can't seem to hit. So if you don't follow me yet at Instagram, help me out. Follow me at oamy, 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 oamy at Instagram. I really think I might just crack wide open if I let myself wallow or philosophize or rationalize or think too deep about any of this right now. But it's been on my mind, this conversation about being willing to be a beginner and being willing to learn. That's really been on my mind. And somehow it tied in today with what I'm doing and what I'm letting myself do and how important I think it is, even if I don't completely understand it. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm holding on, trying to just get through the next few days and then out the door and then keeping my fingers crossed that everything that needs to stay stable for the coming weeks does so. So show me some love. Help me get some Instagram followers. Think some good thoughts. I know, weird things to say back to back. And, you know, way back in episode 300, I mentioned the postcards that I ordered See, I mention them in that oblique way. You know, I really have to change how I do things. But I bought those postcards thinking that I might be able to sell them to help support this show. I still want and need to sell these. I bought a bunch. And there are 20 plus designs, I think. And sure, they are art from six months ago. They are art from an earlier point in my own journey, my own development. I've continued to learn and to grow Probably I would have picked different drawings now, but they're still a pretty cool set of cards. So I'm hoping some of you will consider buying small sets to send off into the world. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the CMP, whether this is your first show or your 316th. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidless. Again, at Instagram, I'm oamy, oamy. I am in the Facebook group a great bit. If you're really interested in a small community for art in general and your creative journey in general, then check us out in the Creativity Matters group at Facebook. As always, thank you to those of you who support the show in any way, and especially to those of you at Patreon. 
patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a great few weeks, everyone.